Look deep into my eyes. You can't. This is a podcast, you idiots. This is The Shakedown. everybody and welcome to episode 29 of the shakedown i'm your host austin stevens with me this week your host dan schweizer and recurring character dylan webster and all right so i have a story to start off this week Yay, that just happened. okay so we kind of harmonized on that <laughs> uh the the burbank animal shelter does this thing called the kitten foster program which is mm-hmm. where they take all their shelter kittens that they find out on the street and whatever, and they have other people just like bring them into their homes and watch them so they're not stuck at the pound. And right, they're being Yeah, right. So before, and that's before they get adopted. So we have two right now that we're fostering, uh, little Pierre and Claude. <laughs> and I was, we're keeping them in the bathroom because it's, uh, you know, laminate floors and, you know, you don't want them to pee and poop and get all messy on the carpet and stuff. And then it keeps them in that enclosed room. So, but anyway, I go into the bathroom to go pee and I'm peeing and just out of the corner of my eye, I see this gray streak. And before I know it, Claude is up in the toilet and I'm pissing on his head. And I just nice. go, Claude, no! And I have to I reach down and grab him, but in this, I also pee on myself. So now Claude's got pee all over him. I've got pee on me, and I'm, I'm still trying to go in the toilet, but I got to flip him out and put him in his litter box and then finish up and then clean him off. So, yeah, I, I peed on my foster kitten. Austin, I don't think you should ever foster cats again. I don't Austin, know if I we will. I don't think you should ever foster a child. <laughs> He just kept peeing on it. <laughs> That's how I mark my territory. <laughs> this one. This one is he's gonna, mine. He's going to change a diaper. His kid's going to pee on him. He'd be like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> Let's see how you like it. Trust me. Your kid is Start crying. Pee yeah, it's not so funny now, is he, little bastard? <laughs> and that's how you reveal to your child that you're not his natural father. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that was story time, everybody. That was story time. story time. It's my Uh, favorite time. Um, Okay. So, I was listening to some stuff and things, and uh, more specifically, I suppose, I was listening to the Weekly Planet uh, podcast, and they were talking about the Comic-Con Justice League trailer. And throughout it, it raised... The question for me, because uh, they also talked about the animated stuff that uh, that DC announced. Would right. you rather get the live action DC universe at the quality that they've been producing it? I'm not, I'm talking about pre Wonder Woman, the films that they released before it, okay. or would you rather? them release their only do an animated movie universe at the caliber that they do their animated movies now. 
one or the other because mm. i mean one or the other you have you have to keep, either they keep going along with what they've been doing in live action or you have to give up the animated <clears throat> or give up the live action give up the animated or give up i'd rather give up the live action i don't know that's how i always remember justice league anyway was a cartoon yeah I think I'd rather give up the animated. What? You, sir, are insane. Well, because we've already got a bunch of animated stuff. It's a terrible... No, 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 like... That... Hold yeah, on, are you saying... Reason. Hold on, So you're hold saying on. we should stop making Star Wars movies because we've already got too many of them. No, 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 hold on. It's the question... We should stop making James Bond movies because there's too many of them. Yes. D- hold on, is the question that... Shut your whore mouth! Is the question that they don't make I any don't more... Speak. Or that all the ones that they have done are wiped away? No, they don't make any more. Oh, then yeah, the I would get rid of the animated. Because we haven't, we haven't got the live action before. Like, we, we would still have the Amazing Justice League TV but, series. We but, would still have Mask of the Phantasm. We would still have... But we're only getting shit out of the live action universe. That's, that's the thing. But, which means that it can only get better. Not necessarily. It means they can keep flooding the market with shit. I mean, it can get worse, but I hope to God it doesn't. Okay, what was the last DC animated movie that you watched? Uh, let's see. I watched The Killing Joke, which was last year. Yeah, it was just okay. It was pretty good. Okay, before that. Besides the... Bad girl and Batman sex. Uh, I watched. No, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I watched. See, if uh, you have to uh, think about it, like that's my point. No, uh, Flashpoint. I also watched the Dark Knight. Um, yeah, just the Dark Knight. Frank Miller's, which was adapted into uh, the yeah. animated movie. That was really good. I just... I prefer live action over animated. Like, and I get that, but I'm with Dylan and myself when You're with I yourself? Say, yeah, I'm with <laughs> Thank myself. Thank you for clarifying that. When, when I say that I don't want the shit movies. Because if we keep... If they keep putting out shit movies... They flood the market with shit, and then people will get sick of it, and, like, all movies, all superhero movies, and the market will die, and they'll stop making good Marvel movies. It's a fair point. And I don't want DC's shit movies, or not even shit, just mediocre. I don't want DC's mediocre movies to ruin the good Marvel movies and and kill off the market for them. I get that. I just just my thing is that I don't watch the animated movies. So I would be losing like if I got rid of the live action then that's movies that, you know, getting rid of movies that I would watch where I don't watch I really don't watch the animated stuff. I did watch The Killing Joke, but only because I worked at the theater and I could go see it for free. <laughs> That's a fair point. So, other than that, like, I don't really watch the animated movies. 
although I hear good mm. things about them. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the whole point, is we get good DC movies versus meh. Like, I'd rather only be able to go see animated DC movies in the theater and walk out and be like, that was a good movie, rather than go see a live-action DC movie and walk out and be like, my God, why can't they get it right? But the animated movies are, like, based off of comic arcs. And like, yeah. but like almost like page for page. So why don't you just go read the comic? Like the thing with the live action movies is that it's a culmination. It's a combination of a bunch of things and an original story where the animated, it's always like, okay, this is based on this comics run. Well, just go read the comic. Yeah. And like, I get that, but if if they commit their <clears throat> their creative teams to making original content for the uh for the animated then they don't have to just duplicate the comic story arcs but where are they getting the creative <clears throat> where would they get the creative team for the animated movies then that would make original stuff. Uh, you you would you would like fire what? everyone that's making the shit live action movies, and get good people to make good animated stuff that's original. But they're already also, doing that. Why don't they just move the animated guys over to the live action? Why don't they, Austin? Yeah, I don't know. Your your question, your point, sir. I don't work there. <clears throat> no, that's how I serve. I live right near it, but I don't work there. I appreciate it. No, like you that know would what, be Austin. You need to just work there. That would be the preferred problems. method, okay. actually. <laughs> I wish I could. It'd fix our problems. Yeah, if Get I could just together, sir. I'll just walk in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just walk. Yeah, you're right. Movie problems. We have much bigger personal problems. Exactly. You have a kid. <sighs> That's not a problem. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it is in my world. It'd be a problem for you because you're not married. It'd be a problem for me because I'm not ready you, for a child. You also could not afford a child. No. Not even close. I you'd can't be, afford me. You'd be sitting there listening to it cry and be like, I can't afford to feed you. I'm so sorry. Like someone's going to a firehouse. <laughs> what? Where you mm-hmm. drop off kids that you don't want anymore. Drop them off at the fire station because then I they mean, can take I care I guess of you them. can. Yeah. Let someone else pee on him. <laughs> 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 yeah. In Austin's world, let someone else pee on him. Austin's world, the baby cries, <clears throat> you pee on it. Ah, it won't stop crying. Ah, it's crying more. What if it actually did stop crying? It wouldn't might, it, it might it stop it first. Just to be really confused <clears throat> about what the fuck is happening to it. <clears throat> it would just stop and be like, what did I do to get in this position? <laughs> Maybe I need to reevaluate my life. Your baby life? You need to go home and rethink your life. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so <clears throat> Austin would make the horrible decision to give up the animated universe. Yeah, because we already have a great animated <clears throat> universe. 
I'll just go back and watch the stuff we already have. <clears throat> yeah, but to your point, it's the same as the comics. Yeah, which is why I don't watch it to begin with. Yeah. And the point would be we'd get original stuff. But, we're, an- but we're already getting original stuff in the live action. But it's shit. But you're, you're talking already, in circles. But you're creating already <clears throat> a hypothetical universe where we get original animated content. That's not what we're getting. So we could get better <clears throat> original live action content. Just like we're not going to get original animated content. I don't know. It appears we're at an impasse. Well, if you're going to... pat your belly before you If you're going to make assumptions about the animated universe, I can make assumptions about the live action. Well, if you're going to make assumptions about the live action, I can make assumptions about your sex life. If you two are going to argue, I'm going to take a nap. No, you're not. Nope. (laughs) You got to stay right there. Yeah. You stupid idiot. Make me, Austin. He will. I I said Austin because you actually will make me. I I would if I could. (laughs) Ah, You've bested me this time, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I don't have a bachelor's degree for nothing. You kind of do, though. It's kind of for nothing. Basically is at this point. Like... People try to tell me, like, well, it shows you got a good education. Like, what? How? <clears throat> it yeah. shows my education was a waste of time. It shows that you went to college. <clears throat> I went to college. I spent all the money. I'm now currently paying that off, and I'm not doing anything with the degree I have. <clears throat> hey, you're only barely ahead Does of me. Does this count as using my broadcasting degree? Yes. Kind of. I mean, you are broadcasting. True. Mm-hmm. To a live studio audience. But I'm not getting paid for it. This isn't paying off my student loan. Are you sure? Yes, I'm absolutely 100% sure. Yeah, we've, actually, we've actually probably <laughs> lost money on this podcast. Uh, I would wager that you are correct. Yep. I didn't hear what he said. The earbud fell out. Uh, he would wager that we have probably lost money doing this podcast. I would almost guarantee that because I have to drive from Chinoa to here, so... And That's I've given true. up overtime hours to do this. Exactly. Most Sundays. There we go. Alrighty then. Look at well, us. Figuring out what's wrong with our lives. <laughs> One podcast well, at a again, time. Small parts of our lives. Uh, but small let's parts. figure out what's right with our lives and talk okay. about some football. Yeah, the foos, the balls. Football's the balls, back, the baby. It's glorious and it makes me... Makes my penis go doki doki. What? What? Don't question it. Doki doki. What even is that? I don't. I, it it seemed appropriate. I retract the question. I don't even want to know what it is. You don't. Uh, so anyway. So anyway. Today marks the opening of the NFL regular season. Yes, it does. Well, technically Thursday did. Thursday, but. Speaking of the Thursday game. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, Speak of it, Dylan. New England got Preach. slapped around by the Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, did they! Mm-hmm. That was. They oh, looked silly. That was awesome. I hated that was it. Great. You did not. You. <laughs> oh no, 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 Austin! Explain why you hated it. Well, I liked it oh. that the Chiefs beat the Patriots, but the Patriots' defense got me negative four points. I'm just gonna okay. <laughs> I'm going to vent. Oh, hold, on up, hold up. Hold up. Shut up. Let no, vent, I'm venting my vent. frustrations because it has gotten worse. 
I don't know if you looked, but I have the top two performing players of this week, and they're both on my bench. He has 80 points on his bench just between two players. And that would be Kareem Hunt and Mike Gillisley? No, 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 no. Matthew Stafford got 38. Matthew Stafford. Oh, no. (laughs) He did everything. I don't think they got any rushing yards. Like, Matthew Stafford literally did everything. Abdullah got me four points. And Matthew Stafford scored the other 38. Yep. He threw every touchdown. The defense scored a touchdown in there. That is is true. But, yeah, still. Um, So that's... It's just a continuation of last year. I thought I was unfortunate having Tyreek Hill on my bench. Nah, man. I no, have sir. the worst awesome. luck. You, you, sir, Mr. Stevens, are on a whole other level of suck in when it comes to fantasy football. <laughs> I texted you guys earlier. I'm just like, I'm giving up. It's week one, and I'm giving up. <laughs> yeah. So, Austin, you want to uh, make some trades? I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trade with Super Sly or Amato. All right, I'll trade for Hunt. No. I'll trade for Hunt. You no. just said you're giving up. He's not giving well, up hunt though. Not like you never give up the hunt. I'm I'm giving up in the sense of like actually yeah, like trying and like, like crunching numbers. You're win? Yeah, and like crunching numbers and everything. I'm still gonna like put out oh, a, just, a decent team. Well, as long Damn as it. like as My honestly, I said like you, anyone can give up on fantasy football as long as you put up a roster every week. I don't care. Yeah, like I'm that still is true. like. Kareem Hunt will get the start next week. Stafford will probably get the start next week for me because don't I don't I don't care if they're playing. Who was your QB? Kirk Cousins. Oh, oh right, yeah, and he just performed like he Kirk blew Cousins. It. Yeah, he performed like he doesn't want a big contract with Washington Redskins. Oh, I know, right? What if that's what he's doing? He's just throwing the season. I hope not he, because he's, he's like, playing like he's playing like he wants to be on the franchise tag for a third year in a row. <laughs> Well, they can't. I you can only can. tag him two years in a row. So, yeah, he's going to be on a new team. What if he goes to the Jets? Oh, no, I'm calling it right now. Crap. Next year, Kirk Cousins will be a New York Jet. Wow. Because right. the Jets are dumb enough to give him that kind of money. And he's dumb enough to think that he can turn them around. That's fair. You're, yeah, you're probably right about that. He probably is. Well, I'm trying to think, to think of other that. teams that need quarterbacks, but pretty much everyone else the has either got like, someone in. Well, Niners are an option. I actually. Ooh, the Niners would be a good one because Shanahan's the coach. Well, right, and they were trying to negotiate a trade for him. I changed my mind. He will be a 49er next year. They were trying to negotiate a trade for him, but they they couldn't work it out because Washington was like, no, we can't figure out a contract because he doesn't want to be here, but he's ours. Apparently they offered him five years, $110 million, and he said no. That's a lot of money. He does not want to be in Washington. Well, apparently he wants to be, like, one of the highest-paid quarterbacks. And it's like, what have you done? That would make him one of the highest-paid quarterbacks. Not apparently high enough. That wouldn't be the highest-paid quarterback. Well, since, uh, actually, that might have made him the highest-paid quarterback at the time. Mm -hmm. Because then Derek Carr got his five-year $125 million deal. And and then Stafford Stafford got got five-year $135 million. And then proved it. Yeah. Not until they win a playoff game. Yeah. That's you true. know what? They need to win multiple playoffs. They need to at least get to a Super Bowl before that's worth the money they spent. I yeah, know. that's true. You can't just go to the playoffs and go one and done every year. All right, so what has Carr done to earn that? He's he hey, he put in the work with a team that sucked and has now gotten to the point where they're a Super Bowl contender. 
Yeah. And he's he's a lot younger than Stafford. Stafford has been on a team that sucked this whole time. But he You're, hasn't he had Calvin really Johnson. Yeah, yeah. He. I just think you could have taken a lot of that money that you gave to Stafford and used it to build up your defense. I agree, and I'm not saying that that I think he deserved <clears throat> it, but your defense of Carr actually defends Stafford. No, it doesn't. It does. Stafford sucks. Carr is good. I'm not disagreeing with these statements. Stafford's always been consistently good, like top he's of always, the middle. He's always been kind yeah, of yeah, top of the middle. Kind of been meh. For me, he's like, good. yeah, he can be really good, and he can. You no, know, everyone keeps saying, "Oh, you had the eight fourth quarter comebacks last year." I'm like, yeah, but that means he sucks that in the means, first three quarters. Means his team was down all those times. Plus, like, what about the other times he didn't come back? Yeah, there were also eight games where he did not make a comeback. <laughs> so you're eight and eight. True. That's yeah. not good enough to get you to the playoffs unless your division sucks. Which, Looking at you, Texas. Looking at you, NFC East. Mm-hmm. And a, and uh, all the time. AFC North. <clears throat> AFC South. Eh. They might be better this year, but well, the actually, past yeah, couple years. yeah, and AFC South because the really only team that was ever good was Houston. They've seen <laughs> the last couple of years. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, well, the Colts. They, dude, you watch them play the Rams? Oh, my gosh. What happened there? Uh, no Andrew Luck, and their defense is terrible. I've So bad. The last few years, I've learned what the Colts are without a good quarterback at the helm. Yeah, terrible. They're garbage. They're, abs- they're a hot dumpster fire. It's horrible. Oh. Like, it was, I thought it was funny, though. They, uh, they pulled Scott Tolzien, and they brought in Jacoby Brissett, who they trade for eight days ago. Oh, yeah, I know, right? And on their first play, he bombs it down the field and completes it. It took him, th- it took him three plays to score a touchdown. Wow. That's impressive. Like, Brissett's okay. pretty cool. I think uh, Brissett's your new number one until luck comes back, which we don't know when that'll be. Yeah, that's a big old mystery button there. He's kind of, he's kind of at the mercy of the team doctor. Mercy, mercy. Which is not a good thing. You don't want to be at the mercy of the team doctor. All right. And uh, so the team that we all cheer for and pay attention to is the Chicago Bears. Siskumba. Yep. And the Bears today just about shocked the world by upsetting the Atlanta Falcons. Almost did it. Ended up losing 23-17. to It came down to the final play, which was on the Falcons' six-yard line. Oh, man. In which the Bears... Uh, had two drops that would have been touchdowns if yep. they had caught them. It was so much closer than anyone thought it would be. Oh, absolutely. Like, I am included in anyone. I was like, yep, this game's going to yeah. suck. They're going to lose like 35-3. to three. And it's not like at any point the Bears led in the game, no. but they kept with them the entire time. They did. Yeah. The, only, the big difference is an 88-yard touchdown pass, which yeah. defense is playing cover one, and covering everyone underneath because it's third and three. So you're trying to guard the first down marker, which I understand. But at the same time, you have a tight end just running straight down the field. That, you only have one safety ridiculous. back, and he goes to double up Julio Jones because that's what you're supposed to do against the Falcons. Yeah. And then he, there's just nothing you can do with that. And then, you know, Matt Ryan doesn't suck, so he sees yeah. that and goes, oh, well, that's dumb. Oh, well, that's an easy pass play. <laughs> so, yeah. I wish I could watch the Bears, but... You just don't get them, huh? 
No. Well, I mean, one, I don't get the Bears out here, and two, it's either 10 a.m. games when I'm at church, or uh, yes. we have like th- I think we have three primetime games. Can't you yeah. ask the pastor to put the Bears on like the jumbotron in the church? You could ask. Probably. Him. He is a Bears fan. Hey. Hey. There nice. you go. But also probably not. Give it a shot. Hey. Give it a whirl. You gotta shoot your shot. Okay. You gotta shot your shoot. Yeah, that thing. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one big news story from the Bears, big which old news story. is both kind of, an, well, it's really more infuriating and annoying than anything. Yeah, Kevin White has been cast as the new star to replace Samuel Jackson in Glass, the sequel to M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood that. He's so, just really fragile, apparently. So Kevin White uh, had a shoulder injury, and he was ruled out for the rest of the game. Now it's being reported that he could possibly have a broken collarbone, which will require <sighs> surgery that will end his season. He actually this does. Is a, this is a guy. He actually does. It's confirmed he, now. It's confirmed he's going to IR. Oh, okay. my gosh. So this is a guy who could have played... <sighs> Who was drafted a couple years ago? Seventh has, overall pick for the he's Bears. Twenty fifteen. He's, he's had a possible thirty-three games he could have played in. He's Guess how many? What, five. Five games. This it was his fifth game. He played four he, games in his first two seasons. Well, he didn't play at all in his rookie year. That's right. He got hurt in training yeah. camp, right? No, he had Pre-season? he had a pre-existing condition. And the Bears knew about it. This was back when it was Phil Emery and And they were Trexler. like, oh, let's draft him seventh overall anyway. Well, they still liked his upside, and they figured, oh, no, a year off, we still have Alshon Jeffrey and Brandon Marshall. It's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, then you lose Brandon Marshall. You don't have Alshon Jeffrey anymore. So he's now your number one guy. Then Cam Meredith goes down, so he has to step up. Now he's down for the year. He has you to step have up, no so receivers. he steps down. You have no receivers at all. Oh, my gosh. Your number one receiver right now is Kendall Wright. He's not Who? very good. Kendall Wright, exactly. He's not very good. Trust me. I mean, he's not terrible, but he's not a number one. He's not it's a number one. It's the same thing as when Lovey Smith tried to make Devin Hester a number one receiver. It oh, just I, can't work. I forgot about it that, can't. and it makes me sad that I now have to remember it. Thanks, Dylan. Well, the good <laughs> I mean, thing now is what's who's the whose defense gonna cover? Like everybody's a threat because <laughs> everybody's mediocre. Everyone's a threat because well, no one's a threat. <laughs> What I feel like is going to happen is, I mean, obviously Kevin, Kevin White goes to IR. Um, I think he'll probably be cut after the season's over He's, because they yeah, can't do anything with him now. For sure, yeah. Unless they, unless he were to, were to agree to an injury settlement, which I don't think he will. And even then, like, he's not going to sign with anyone else because no one's going to take him because he's done for the year. Yeah. But. No one's going to take him because uh, he's always hurt. Yeah. Can like, we trade a, him for a tenth round draft pick? We can't trade him. <laughs> we can't trade him while he's injured. Huh. Okay. You'd have to come off IR, but no one's gonna want to trade for him. No. So there's because yeah. they they know that the Bears would just want to be getting rid of him. Yeah. It's so. not like oh this is a good player we're trying to get value for him. It's just hey we wasted a draft pick. Like, you may be able to sell the fact that he's young. But I just, I mean, this whole... That'd be a tough sell. These last few years have just shown me that I just don't think he's physically able to play the game. He's far too fragile. That's but, just what it is. Yes. And, and I feel bad because he does have a lot of talent. I've I watched him play in college. Yeah. I've seen his highlight film. I've seen him at uh, training camp practice. He's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of upside. But just, 
you can't if you can't stay healthy, I'm sorry, you have no place on a team. You just don't. Yeah. Yeah. And that that is what he has proved over and over. He's just too fragile to be an NFL player. So basically what's going to happen at this point, um, he's already, Austin, you said he's already been moved to IR. That's, I got an update on my phone that said, yeah, he's moved to IR. Okay. I don't have my phone on me, so I can't confirm it myself, but I'll take your word for it. Um, I'll, I'll look it up on the interwebs. <clears throat> okay. Ooh, interwebs. So he'll, he'll get moved to IR. I assume I they're going to promote Tanner Gentry from the practice squad to the active roster. I hope so. He's a fan which favorite. I, I think... Is a good move because he showed some promise. He's not, again, he's not going to be a number one, but he's a guy that can make a few plays here and there. You had then have a good deep threat. Um, other than that, I don't, I've tried looking up a list of wide receivers and there's like no one. They could go get Victor Cruz back and put him back on the roster, but I don't know if that solves anything. At least have some sort of veteran. Why did Cruz get cut in the first place? He dropped too many passes in the preseason. Like he he didn't he didn't look like he, the same he guy. He had he was a bad preseason. Oh, okay. Plain he he dropped a lot of passes. Like he started out the first game uh, with the first string offense, and yeah. by the fourth game, he was with the third stringers. Yeah. Like, um, and and he is kind of up there in age. Uh, a wide receiver's lifespan in the NFL is not that long. Same with the running backs. Um. Yeah, just yeah. thirty. What is he? Thirty-one. I think he's thirty. Thirty. He'll be he'll be thirty-one sometime this season, though. Wide receivers, after you, you after you, you hit thirty, will, it's just like running backs. After you hit thirty, people are like, "Well, if you can't prove, unless you're Randy Moss or Larry Fitzgerald, like if you're right, truly prove, one of the greats, yeah, yeah, you prove that you or even can Jerry still Rice. Do Jerry it. Rice was in his late thirties and still making people look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And they proved that they could still do it, and that's yeah. the thing. He he didn't prove it in the preseason. And I think I think a big thing was a lot of Victor's draw was he had a lot of speed. Then he started to have some knee injuries and nagging injuries like that, and I think it's affected him. But yeah, so right uh, right now the Bears are a complete who's who of like literally second and third string receivers on anyone else's roster. Yeah, I mean, it's worse than the Patriots you, lineup. Because you have, you have Kendall Wright, who had one, his best season he's had in the NFL. He had over 1,000 yards for the Titans back when Dow Loggins was their offensive coordinator. Yeah. He's now the offensive coordinator for the Bears. Which is uh, probably why they signed him. That's exactly why they signed him. Dow loves him. But um, <clears throat> then you have Marcus Wheaton, who didn't play this week because he's coming back from a dislocated finger. <sighs> Uh, he's also the guy that had the appendectomy, so he missed a lot of the preseason with that. Um, he actually, he's another one of those guys that has a lot of upside and a lot of talent. Just got to keep him on the field, but that was his problem when he was in Pittsburgh, too, was he couldn't stay healthy. Right. Uh, let's see who else. You have Deontay Thompson, who's shown some flashes every once in a while, but he's really more there to be your uh, return man. And your deep threat. Yeah, he had a few drops today. He had at least one fumble that I saw. Yeah. And then you have uh, Joshua Bellamy, who is one of the guys that dropped uh, one of the game winners at the end. He's His hands are very suspect. Yeah. I'm, if, he, if he was on any other team, he'd be cut. 
Yeah, he um, has the size and the speed and the I mean, he's still and little, the vertical, but he's still a little short. But he's got good athletic ability. Yeah, and when he does catch the ball, he can make things happen. But just those, his hands, his hands are suspect, and that makes me sad. Um, and I, I think that's literally all the receivers. Like they only dressed yeah. four today. Yeah, and now they're getting wheat, wheaten back. So technically, they're still at four if you take white out. Right. And now you're going to add Tanner Gentry, hopefully. Other than that, I think they're just going to stick with kind of what they did today, which was a lot of two tight end sets. Um, using Cohen a lot using, in Co- the Cohen's, Cohen's going to be used a lot in the passing game. Uh, although I did like the combination of him and Jordan Howard. Oh, I thought it was, that it was very good, yeah. Very well. Because you get guys worn out, chasing after Cohen, and then you just have Jordan run them over. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it worked. It worked. Really I also, well. I also absolutely loved using Cohen as your wildcat quarterback. Oh, that was brilliant. That was awesome. It was Cause, so good. Cause he's so tiny, you can't see him. No, like you don't know if he's handed the ball off or if he has it. When they lined up, I was like, "Is that Cohen at quarterback? Wildcat? Wildcat? Yeah!" I was so excited. I also enjoyed uh, seeing Mike Glennon throw blocks. Oh yeah, like he that did. was good. It was a good block. I will I will say this about Mike Glennon. I've given him a lot of crap ever since signing with the Bears. He did not lose that game for them today. No. Granted, he didn't play great for the first three quarters. <clears throat> In the fourth quarter, he turned it on. Uh, two bad drops cost cost him a fourth quarter comeback. Yeah. But I mean, uh, he's not he's not the reason they lost the game. You have a def- that defensive lapse that gave up the big touchdown. Uh, small mistakes here and there by guys, but overall, like Mike, a lot better than anyone ever thought the Bears would do against the reigning NFC champions. My chief complaint about Glennon in this game was the fact that he didn't. He threw like one pass that was more than ten yards, and that's that's just not going to cut it. You got to go downfield. And the fact a that you, few times a game. And the fact that you only have 41 yards passing uh, at the end of the first half. Yeah, I mean, they good. leaned so hard on the run game. It was... Which John Fox did say they were going to be a running team. And for me, like, I kind of like it because it reminds me of old, old school Bears Old school football. Bears, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Bears have always been a team that relies on their running game and a strong defense. Yeah. And I think their defense is j- about there. They showed. They flashes. looked good today. Again, a few mental lapses here and there. They win that game. Yeah. So I like the direction they're going, and I think, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised <clears throat> by the Bears this year. I was surprised by this one game. Again, I thought it was going to be like thirty-five to three. I thought they'd put up at least ten, <clears throat> but I did not even give them that I, credit. I, th- I was. It, it was, it was a pretty decent game. The only thing I was disappointed in is that Trubisky didn't get any chance to come out in the field. I definitely especially, was thinking he'd come out in the fourth. Especially as I was uh, watching the Houston Texans and Tom Savage lasted a little over one half <laughs> football. Yeah. And they put Watson out there, and on his first drive, he gets a touchdown. That, yeah, I mean he didn't Granted, do he had too a little much help. after that, but he got a couple of calls from the refs that. Uh, cause the drive to keep going, but still, you make the most of your opportunities. Yeah, which he did. So. Yep. 
cause to be optimistic about the Bears' future? I, I would I would say so. Um, I don't know. I've just just from what I've seen from them so far this year, there's pieces there. Mm-hmm. Like you look at your defense, you have a pretty solid front seven, in Akeem Hicks, who just re, who just resigned with the Bears for a four year contract. Oh, did he? Nice. He four years, forty eight million dollars. Ooh, good payday. Yeah. So uh, you got him, uh, Eddie Goldman, and Mitch Unrein, who are pretty good front three, and then mm-hmm. your linebackers. You have Leonard Floyd, Pernell McPhee. Danny Trevathan and Jarrell Freeman, and then you rotate in guys like uh, Sam Acho, Willie Young, Nick Kwiatkowski. That's a pretty solid front seven. Yeah. What's suspect is your secondary, which has pretty much yep. always been the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't. Uh, they didn't have Prince Mukamar out there today due to injury. Right. So you had to put Kyle Fuller in his place. But Fuller actually did a really good job. He did. Matching he up, up on guys today. like Julio Jones. Yeah, like, Julio I, I barely very, did anything today. I was very impressed with him. So I think I think and I think part of that is uh, there was a lot of trade talk around Fuller. Mm-hmm. And, I think and maybe Fuller, he doesn't want to leave. I think I just think he wants to prove himself. Yeah. I don't think he wants to be seen as a first round bust. Mm-hmm. I think he wants a chance to prove himself before he goes somewhere else because he wants a payday. He's at the end of his rookie contract. True, yeah. So he's either going to try and get that payday with the Bears or he's going to at least put something on film to show another team. Right. And show them, hey, I'm I'm worth the effort. I'm worth the money. So just let me do my thing. Uh, Marcus Cooper had a couple mental lapses. So right now I feel like Kyle Fuller is your best cornerback on the team. Now, if Mukamara gets out there and he plays like I think he's capable of, then clearly he's the number one. That's mm-hmm. what I felt like when we went into the season. But uh, you have a good young group of corners, which is both good and bad because they're inexperienced, but at the same time you, you're getting them developed. So right. you could have a real good group. Like you have uh, Cravon LeBlanc, uh, Bryce Callahan, who's been really good as a nickel uh, defender, yeah. Uh, Kyle Fuller, who's pretty good, and then you get your veterans and Cooper and uh, Mukamara to kind of coach them up and get them helped out on the sideline and in, in and in between the lines. Uh, I think you can have a good group there. Uh, safety, I really like Eddie Jackson. I like yeah. that they I like they bumped him up to the first team and given him a chance to show what he can do. Quentin Demps right now is your big question mark, and not just because he kind of he gave up the touchdown. Right. But just, I I kind of wondered about him when they signed him, but I liked the fact that you had someone who was experienced and was uh, able to create turnovers. Right. Which I mean, they really didn't do today, but no, we'll take we'll take baby steps. I mean, it's tough to generate turnovers against that Atlanta. Yeah, against offense. Matt Ryan who is very smart with throwing the ball, and then you have Devontae Freeman, who doesn't really fumble. Yeah, I mean, tough team to generate any yeah. turnovers against. Yeah. But the Bears the Bears did pretty good today. Yeah. So I think your defense – I think their defense is just about there. Maybe maybe a little bit of development here and there, maybe a couple more – a couple different guys in certain spots. And I think you got – a. I would say a top ten, top ten or a top five defense. I praise from Dylan Webster, which nice. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and then offensively, I mean, clearly you gotta get you gotta get better receivers. 
Yep. I think yeah, that's your sure. I think that's your big free agent target this offseason is yeah. wide receiver. Because it should be a decent free agent class, depending on who gets re signed. I'd have to I'd have to look up who's uh gonna be a free agent this year. Um I don't remember Or at least who's in their contract year. Yeah, I I I think uh, I looked at it. I a think few Alan days Hearns, ago, but I can't remember. I think Alan Hearns is with the Jags. Uh, yeah, in a contract year, and he's, I mean, again, not like you're. He's not a solid number one, but he's at least good and has experience. Yeah. Uh, I think tight end. You have good pieces in Deion Sims and Adam Shaheen. Yeah. I think Shaheen could be a huge force with his offense in a couple of years. Um, right now, I feel like your strongest position, hands down, is running back. <laughs> Easily running like, back. You have a rookie in Tariq Cohen and a second-year player in Jordan Howard. Like, that's unheard of. Yeah. and yeah. To have two guys that young that can just... And Cohen that, came out and that played dominated, today. Dominated a, one of the best defenses in the NFL in the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So that I was very impressed with that. Uh, Tariq Cohen also set the Bears record for most all-purpose yards in a NFL in a debut. debut? Nice. In an NFL debut, yes. Uh, offensive line, uh, again, just pieces here and there. you got to get Kyle Long healthy. Yeah. That uh, will go a long keep, way. you got to keep – you, ba- you basically got to keep your three interior guys healthy. I think you need to find a better right tackle than Bobby Massey. And – Charles Leno Jr. just keep developing him. He's gonna. I mean, he's pretty solid, but there's definitely stuff he can work on. Right. Uh, and then quarterback, just get Trubisky developed. Get him in there. I think once you get him ready to play, take on a full workload as an NFL quarterback. I think that will solve a lot of your issues. Mm-hmm. So. Overall, uh, first outing for the Bears, I'll call it a moral success because you went out, you played a very good team, a team that on paper is a lot better than you, and you came down to the final play. And I'm, I'm very impressed. I was, If you had told me that I would have been excited about a Bears game at all this year, I'd have told you you were crazy. And yet I was sitting <laughs> on the edge of my seat. I was sitting there like, come on, let's shock the world. And then they didn't. I was like, ah, and then I was actually like mad that they didn't win. And I was like, and then I had to kind of talk myself down. Like they did just play the defending NFC champions. Yeah, exactly. They did just play a team that was up 28 to three against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yep. Got to remind yourself. It's, it's all about baby steps right now. You're in the rebuilding process. You're probably going to have a new coach next year. Think so, huh? I think so. I mean, unless they go on an absolute tear, I don't see John Fox keeping his job. And by absolute tear, I mean you got to win like 10, 11 games. That's a lot which, of games. It is. You which gotta, is kind of sad because, man, the Bears need some consistency. They do, but at the same time, I don't think John Fox is that guy to develop a Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I think you got to go – like, look what the Rams did with Sean McVay. Jared Goff today played like an absolute stud. Wow, he had a heck of a game. Uh, he played like an absolute stud, and I think McVay is a big part of that. So I think if you can find someone similar to like that. Like a Jim Harbaugh. If he would be willing to do it. You know what? Which he has said he would 
he'd be willing to the coach Bears the Bears. The Bears are the only team that he would be willing to come back to the NFL for. Yep. But he said he has unfinished business with Ohio State. So you know what, Michigan? Beat Ohio State Please, this year. for the love of God, beat Ohio State. It can't be done. Oklahoma did it, and I was so happy when I saw that. Oh, really? They pulled out the win? Yeah, they nice. crushed him. This was, and this was at Ohio State. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield, the quarterback for Oklahoma, took the big Oklahoma flag out to the 50-yard line yeah. in the middle of the big O and planted that sucker right in the front. Oh, that was great. Oh, nice. I saw that video, and I'm sitting there going, hmm, on one hand, it's a very bold move, sir. But on the other hand, if you don't want it to happen, don't get your ass beat at home. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Simple as that. Yeah. So... All right. Anything else about football you guys want to talk about? Uh, what's happening right now? What, what is, is happening right now? Yeah. Isn't there a game on? I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, last I saw, the Packers were. Oh, the Packers did end up beating the Seahawks. Hey. Yeah. And that was, I hate the Seahawks was, so much. That was a big defensive battle there in the first yeah, half. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, it was so boring. I actually kind of enjoyed it, but that's because I hate both the Seahawks and the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> And I was watching with my buddy Cody, who is a Packers fan. And, like, the first five minutes, I was like, all right, I'm going to just talk a bunch of shit about the Packers and see if he'll get pissed off. Oh, you know what? Uh, the Cowboys and the Giants are playing right now. There we and go. The Cowboys are up 3 nothing. 6.25 left in the first. Oh, yes. and, the other, and in Cowboy news, Ezekiel Elliott has now been granted the ability to play the entire season. Right, because of Good. that whole weird appeal investigation Cause, thing. Because they upheld their suspension of six games, right. and then Ezekiel Elliott's legal team filed a restraining order. Against the suspension. Yeah. Which I don't fully understand, but I it's kind a, of It's the same I thing Brady did. did it. It's the same oh, thing right, Brady yeah. did for Deflategate. <clears throat> so... And that's been, that was one of those things. Like you knew it was coming because now that since Brady did it and got away with it and got to play an entire season, it's gonna everyone else is gonna do it. Yeah, which everyone six games can. was way too much yeah. anyway for a charge that he was acquitted of. Yeah, and this it's very clear that the that the it's, NFL was like we're making a statement. Is yeah, he, and I do not he, agree with Roger Goodell taking a, the law into his own hands. It's against a star. That's what it is. It's because it's against a star. If this, well, the, you look at the NFL's history with this, and you look at a guy like Josh Brown, the kicker for the Giants, right? Who admitted to beating his, beating wife, his wife for over, years, for years, well, basically over. Oh God, how many times did he say? Like over twenty times. Yeah. And they gave him a one-game suspension. You look at the Ray Rice thing, where they initially only suspended him for two games. Then the video came out, and that's when they suspended him indefinitely. Yeah. And now he's been blackballed by the NFL, but that's a whole other topic. But it makes sense. It does. He it beat absolutely the makes crap sense. out of war. He straight up knocked her out with one punch. Yeah. And, and then dragged her out of the elevator. Yeah. So basically, this is the NFL. I don't necessarily want to say overcorrecting. For the mistakes they've made in the past. They're making an example out of Elliot, though. Yes. They're saying and we're I, seriously not going to tolerate it, even if you're a superstar. We I, don't care if you were the offensive player of the year, the rookie of the year. Well, he wasn't, wasn't a rookie, was he? Was. Right. Because they were like, nah, you got all these other awards, Zeke. You're fine. I mean... On the one hand, I agree with wanting, with making an example of him because he's now a big, becoming a big name, 
and you have to let the young players know you're not exempt from any of this. We're not just going to accept, oh, I'm young and stupid, and we're just going to let you go. Right. you got to start showing them there's consequences. Yeah. But on the other but hand... It's but they're just, judging him like he did something. Like, they couldn't they prove that he did it? No, they, they can't. They can't prove he did it, but the NFL has a different set of standards for this. It hurts the NFL's brand to even have these discussions come up, to even have these players in these legal battles. Ha, take that, so, NFL. So We're hurting your brand. The NFL's uh, stance on this is basically when players get Guilty until in, proven guilty, yeah. Well, when players are caught up in these legal issues, it looks bad on the NFL, then people stop watching games, they stop giving the money. So the NFL basically counts it as loss of profit. Right, instead of trying to get a team to sign Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> the NFL is just a big contradiction pile right now. Honestly, I, I can't believe that, that, that the NFL hasn't been like, someone sign him. Seriously, we will pay his contract for it. Apparently him. the Ravens were going to, and then... His and then his girlfriend, girlfriend got post, him. His girlfriend posted something, oh and they were gosh. like, yeah, no, not anymore. Oh, yeah, it was because she, she said something she about... Posted a pic, uh, she posted a picture Ray of... Ray Lewis being... Uh, a slave. Basically an Uncle Tom. Yeah, Uncle Tom. Well, she posted a picture of uh, Samuel Jackson and Leo DiCaprio from Django Unchained. Right. Samuel Jackson plays the Uncle Tom, basically. Yes, yeah. And then said the the caption was something like Ray Lewis and uh, the Ravens owner yeah. at, at their meeting right now. <clears throat> right, yeah. So Ray Lewis took exception to that, and so and the owner of the Ravens and they were like, it. they were like, yeah. Well, that's the thing is like Ray Lewis was there basically telling them you need to sign Kaepernick. Yeah. Like he's he'll be good for the team. He's the best if option Flacco out goes there. Down, you have a solid guy that can pick up and system and can play well. Like uh, it's just yeah, it's a big yeah. old mess. It's it's been weird. It's not the good. And he already played for a Harbaugh. That he did. Yeah. You could have <clears> played for both Harbaugh brothers. Man. Who else can say that in the NFL? Probably a few players. Maybe. Maybe a few. But no one like of that caliber. No starters, I don't think. But anyway, uh, we'll congratulations to those people who drafted Ezekiel Elliott in the fifth round. Yeah. <laughs> the people were like, oh, I'll take him, and then the second half of the year, I'll just let him run over everybody. Nope. And get now they're like, the hey, season. I get to have him all year now. It's like, damn it. Yeah. Should have drafted him in the third round. <laughs> Stupid NFL screwing up people's fantasy lives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when the Bears game went to halftime, I was like, yes, tied game at halftime. That's what I'm talking about. Now I just need it to come out and be an offensive battle in the second half because Matt Ryan is my fantasy quarterback. And you got what you wanted. You got an 88-yard touchdown pass. Man, when that happened, I was like, yes, no, yeah, no. (laughs) So uh, my buddy Cody was watching the game. Like I said, he's a Packers fan. He's yeah. wearing a Jordy, Jordy Nelson jersey. Oh, yeah. But he's playing against Jordy Nelson in one of his fantasy <laughs> leagues. So literally Nelson's sitting there, and he caught a touchdown pass, and he goes, No! I'm like, you're wearing his jersey, and you're upset that he scored a touchdown for the team that you root for. This is what fantasy football it's does very to us. It makes us. It makes us confused it, about our allegiances. Yeah. It's very conflicting. 
Like it's, I, I thought I had it rough because I have two different fancy teams. On one of my teams, I have Derek Carr, <laughs> uh, and yeah. the other one, I was facing Derek Carr. So I was like, I just have to hope Derek Carr goes off, and then everyone else on my team steps up. Also goes off. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, as of right now, it's worked out because I'm ahead by 16. But hey, uh, the guy I'm facing still has three guys to go. One, of them, one of them being uh, the Cowboys kicker, oh, you who just kicked trouble, a field goal. Sir. So. So my lead has diminished. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna lose. Yeah, and it's and honestly, it's my own fault because I started Demarco Murray and Frank Gore instead of Ty Montgomery and Tyreek Hill and uh, Jonathan Stewart. Well, could have been worse. You could have sat Hunt. True, and Stafford. Uh, yeah. And Stafford. Let's not talk about who we should have started. I could have, a team, <laughs> I could have a team named like the Baskerville Hounds. Yeah, what's with that? Sherlock. It's like. Sherlock Holmes. All right. I also, guess. what's with your wife's name? I don't get that one. Lucky Ladies? No, she changed it. Lady Luck? She no, that's it. what it was. She changed it again? To the, it's, she's the Winterfell Wolves now. Oh, nice. Game of Thrones. Stupid. You're stupid. Your mom's stupid. Well, she doesn't I, listen to this. It'll be okay. I, I, I'm sorry. Hey, man. Remember way back when I said your mom was stupid? Yeah. I didn't mean it, man. She's not. Good. Let's go right. watch some football. Yeah, I'm done. I'm tired of talking about stuff. Let's go ball yeah. some watch ball. So if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can email us at theshakedownpodcast at gmail.com. They don't oh, want just to. Hit my face with the mic. You can also uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter they at the Shakedown Pod or on uh, the internets on the website. Uh, Those interwebs. The dark, dark Nebula Entertainment.com and then in the Shakedown Podcast tab. Dark Nebula. Just so everybody knows, this entire podcast, Dan has been messing around with Lego Digital Designer. <laughs> I certainly have. Oh, but nice. What, I stayed on topic the whole time, didn't I? That's why I didn't talk very much during the Justice League segment, because I was like, what the hell is he trying to make? <laughs> What'd oh, you I'm make? Building, I'm building my spaceship. That's what I figured. Like I thought it was like an airplane or a spaceship. Yeah. Uh, send me a picture later. Yeah, I will. I mean, it's in very early stages your dick, of development. Not the spaceship. Well, I mean, I do that nightly, but that's with, my nickname. With or without balls? For it. Uh, always with balls. Well played. Balls to well, the wall, man. We will literally. My balls are pressing <laughs> against the wall. I was, I was balls to the wall. I'd put it up there and see if it would stick. <laughs> Proceed, we'll Austin. see you next week, everybody. <laughs> no, we won't. I'm Austin Stevens. We'll see you in a couple weeks, everybody. In whenever we record again. <laughs> I'm your host, Dan Schweizer. And I'm your not host, Dylan Webster. And this has, has been, been the, been shakedown. the shakedown. Get out of here.